Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here good we, morning. Here we are, uh, continuing our series on the supernatural, and uh, we're into June already. We're actually taping a little bit ahead because we're getting both ready to head off to uh, Europe. Uh, go to looking forward to that to for be, sure. Be together in a beautiful, magnificent place, and uh, get to see uh, uh, our other leaders, John and Michelle Santaferrari, who are mm-hmm. working on living there and building a. Uh, a base for uh, international ministry, so that's going to be fun. And Linda, Linda, and I are going to, uh, uh, you know, we're going to of course be with our leaders in Tuscany as we begin to process that. But we're, right after that, we're going to Iceland with Keith and uh, uh, Rebecca uh, Cardi to start uh, their ministry in uh, Iceland. Right. Yeah, God's doing all kinds of movement, right? Yeah. Throughout the world, it's fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, it really is. And there's. Uh, there seems to be um, a hunger, and I think more of a willingness mm-hmm. to um, understand that maybe we can hear God's voice. Because mm-hmm. uh, Americans intellectually kind of re- have rejected that as as kind of hokey and you know, mm-hmm. strange, and you know, people that say they do, it doesn't seem like that's true, and. So it's just almost like, well, if I just ignore all that, then I don't have to deal with it. So it's kind of that our, our, what we call our evangelical position is reasonably uh, what I call intellectual, mm-hmm. Bible study, and hey, we got a ticket to heaven, life's gonna be tough, but yeah, we get there, you know, and mm-hmm. um, this process of, you know, Jesus saying, well, my sheep hear my voice, and the Holy Spirit guides and leads us, and He's going to communicate to us. It seems foreign, you know. But mm-hmm. but my experience has been recently, particularly I think, and we've been a part of it, is um, as we help people understand that it's it's the same life that the disciples had with Jesus as is reflected in the Gospels, which we have evidence of that. And that is this that. You know, and you can look through all that, but there weren't strange stories. Um, it wasn't Jesus, you know, popping people in the head and falling over. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It was, you know, just dialogue. And and mm-hmm. um, and he said, "Hey, in the same way I'm talking to you, and and giving you wisdom and insight and clarity and statements and supernatural, which is what we're studying, um, you can you can still experience that, which they did, by the way, in Acts, mm-hmm. uh, because of the uh, the work of the Holy Spirit. And so I think there's a hunger for that." Uh, we were talking um, that, uh, and I think uh, this will tape after this, but um, uh, your daughter, Anna and Reagan, uh, right. you know, were at first year of college, and they they expressed there seems to be a hunger amongst that group. Absolutely. To, I, I'd, be, I'd be interested in learning about this. Yeah. Um, and they're not such a resistance to it, but rather 
I, I would like to live that way. I think mm-hmm. particularly, and this is why, you know, when uh, you and I put all this together, uh, it's finding the truth in a world of chaos. Just the world is in chaos all by itself. Mm-hmm. And we need the beautiful life of shalom, God's shalom covenant, to find truth in this world of chaos, which he says, mm-hmm. I'll guide you and lead you and give you that. And, we, and we're committed to that. We, have, we do End Times Fridays to talk about uh, the even crazier stuff of the world that's going right. on and where that might be headed that we even need even more so mm-hmm. to hear and decide it. And then we have guests like Reagan and Anna that say, well, this is actually how I experience this. Right. Um, and that's the beauty of and it. it's cause, such a beautiful testimony, yeah, right? And, and we know it because our, our ministry you know, started in 2001 and you know, in 20 years, it's grown and grown and grown. We have 24 leaders around the world now leading it. But the reason, and we just did this at a, at a retreat um, here in Colorado last week, um, when you say, uh, come and learn to hear God's voice, mm-hmm. and, and everybody that comes generally says, yeah, I'm not so sure about that, but I, I, see, <laughs> I see what's happened to them. Right. So yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to see if it's real. You know? And they come in with a healthy skepticism. Uh, by the end of the weekend, they literally are hearing God's voice, and it just overwhelms them mm-hmm. that the God of the universe, who is supernaturally uh, all-powerful, can talk to them and wants to talk to them. And wants to, yeah. And enjoys talking to them thing. and draw them into the life that he can deliver, which is what we're talking about you know, in the supernatural. And uh, just give you a great example um, of uh, how the supernatural works, because it's, it's kind of funny, the more, and, and you can appreciate this, the more you experience it, the bigger the definition gets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I, what I mean by that is not that it means that things are always bigger in mm-hmm. magnitude. It's just the definition of them, you start to realize, oh, that was God. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that, oh, that was God, and the definition of it gets bigger. So I'll share with you a, a, a cool story out of the retreat. Uh, we had a couple, um, and they shared a little bit about uh, they have a, a teenage son uh, that is getting ready to drive. Um, he's an athlete, mm-hmm. and uh, he's been going to a Christian school, has basically, you know, uh, and, and probably because his athletics is at a public school. Okay. Because the Christian school doesn't have these these certain the things. The program that he needs. Program. Yeah. So he and and the local uh, public school allows them from private schools to come right. on out to come on over. So it's kind of a neat thing uh, that they right. do. Right. And homeschooling, they're allowed that as well. And if home, it's not off exactly campus. exactly yeah homeschooling gets to do that as well. So, um, but his friends, because he's athletic at the public school are basically non-Christian friends. Mm-hmm. So he's getting more affinity with them than the Christians, and the Christians are kind of treating him kind of crummy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, I don't want to go back to that school, and I don't like it there, and I want to go to the public school. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the parents are, of course, concerned because they know what's being taught at public schools. <laughs> right, right. Um, and culturally, and then if, if he only associates with them, his, his non-Christian friends, 
he's going to get drawn further and further away from you know walking with God, and so they they've they, and they've noticed it mm-hmm. that he's getting less and less interested in in God, um, mm. and they're concerned, of course. So they're they're praying about it and talk about it, and we and we said you know well God will speak about it. Well, uh, we have this great exercise at the end of our retreat, as you know, that uh, people uh, we give them a place in the Word, and then they have to go privately and okay God what do you say to me and they come all come back and God has said something mm-hmm. and and we would like to encourage anybody that if you haven't gone through a retreat or if, or can go through the course online if you go through the abiding course at the end of that course at the end of that retreat you will hear from God yeah and when you and when you beautiful you're, experience when you right? realize it you say well I think I'd just like to keep doing this, and that's exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah, let's help you keep doing it. So, um, they get they get a word, and it says, and and to me, it's it's, I I still am overwhelmed mm-hmm. by how God does it, but He said to them, "Pay attention to your kid. Um, mm-hmm. You've got to you've got to let me prune you. You're doing way too many other things. You're not paying attention to your kid." He's about ready to fall off the cliff. Um, I need you to bring focus. I want to deal. I I yeah. want to love this boy back, but mm-hmm. I need you because you're my messenger, mm-hmm. who's going to stand there, and you got to learn to hear my voice, and let me work with you to show you, you know what I want to do. And I know you care, mm-hmm. and I care a lot more than that. And I can I can bring him back. But you're going to have to be involved here, right? Are you ready to go? And they they, they received it, got it. Yep, we're in. Uh, we will we will take this energy. We will start processing. We we understand. And they even talked about you know don't do it yourself, but let you know let me do it. Just walk with me. So um, the next day, uh, it just so happens that they had to go to the airport early, so um, I drove them to the airport. Right. Uh, so it's just me and them. Um, uh, and I just said, um, you know, wasn't that cool, you know, that God said this cool thing to you guys last night, and it'll be fun to see what he's up to. Mm-hmm. They said, well, you won't believe what happened last night. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, what? Um, we got a call from my son. And he says, hey, um, I've been processing this. You know what? I think maybe I would like to uh, make sure I stay in that Christian school. Wow. Um, and they were, they were blown away that he would even say that. And, of course, their reaction to is, okay, we're going to set up a bunch of rules. And, and I said, eh, remember what, what else God said to you? Mm-hmm. Is why don't you let God do it and just right. give you wisdom and understanding. And instead of you can, okay, got this. We're going to make him do X, Y, and Z. Why don't you engage him and let and see what else God would say? But you know, God wants to offer him blessing, and He wants you to engage him so that he embraces. And we talked about uh, they were talking about. Well, he's going to have to make sure he stays there, and he's committed to it, and he has to prove it. I said, well, think about it differently. Wouldn't you want him to embrace it? Mm-hmm. That I really could really like and enjoy this school. And I would like to stay there because I embrace that school. I said, not because I have to. 
Right. But because, you know, oh, yeah, that, that, that might be a good idea. So we prayed and talked about, okay, what would that look like and how, how could they do that? And, uh, and so they were, they themselves understood that what just happened was a supernatural work of God. Mm-hmm. The timing of it all was that God was saying, see what I'm up to? Right. And you're listening to me and you're walking with me and I'll do more and more. I right. said, and I you said, can trust my voice. <laughs> yeah. And I said, man, that's so cool. I said, look at that supernatural thing. And they recognized it because they understood it wasn't, you know, it wasn't happenstance. It wasn't, you know, just circumstantial. It was, look at this. God had us understand this. This mm-hmm. happened. Now we go next. I said, isn't that cool? And he said, well, that's not everything. I said, what, what else? He said, so we got done with this conversation. And our son said this. Um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, he says, you know, I'm, I'm a teenager. I'm going to be driving pretty soon. What, what is going to be necessary for me to have more freedom over these next three to four years? Mm. Um, and he, I said, oh my gosh, how fantastic is that? Um, uh, you now can engage him mm-hmm. in that discussion. I said, because, and I, and I said, uh, he's looking for freedom, but as a follower of Christ, what do you know about that? Well, freedom is following him. Mm-hmm. It's not doing what you want. Interesting right. enough, it's, this, is, this is funny. Uh, interesting, what, doing what you want is sin. Mm-hmm. Following God is life, and guess what? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Life. Freedom. Yeah. There's freedom. Uh, in life. He said, so I said, he just, God just opened the door for you to now engage him to help him understand what freedom is. Mm -hmm. He can experience it, but he also can enjoy it and you can enjoy it so that you're not saying, well, do whatever you want or you better not, but Mm -hmm. rather you'll be free and they'll be free to enjoy the life of God. I said, and also think about this. Um, And I said, he's got three more years to go. Mm-hmm. You tell me what's going to happen in three years. He's going off by himself to college or work. Right. I said, are you going to be able to control him then? No. Mm-hmm. I said, think about what you have to do in three years. you got to help him learn to follow God. Right, which uh, is part of that where they got at the Ezekiel exercise, right? Exactly. To really exactly. focus. Exactly. Back and focus. Focus. You know, we're focus, not talking focus, about focus. behavior modification. We're talking about character transformation. Yep. And, and if, actually shepherding his heart, you know. And if we could, um, um, and I'm going to have them do this as well as everybody that's listening, um, if you go uh, back in uh, June and uh, listen to Anna and Reagan. Mm-hmm. They're examples of you helping them learn that when they were mm-hmm. when they were teenagers in high school. They got led to school, and they're not struggling with, um, uh, you know, I just I just want to rebel and do what I want. Their hearts are the the fantastic, beautiful, uh, exciting right. life. Of letting God lead me and guide me, and they really understand that. And they, by the way, guess and they what? Recognize the adventure in it too. <laughs> adventure and guess what? Freedom. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there's joy with that. There's there's release Absolutely. of that, you know. And so um, they were uh, when they and I just said, "Do you, man? 
I said, do you see the God's supernatural work mm-hmm. um, of what happened here that um, he spoke to you, you heard it, you took an issue that you were concerned about, and God said, well, how about this? Mm-hmm. And how about this fast, you know, which is kind of remarkable. So uh, supernatural, if, as we go through this, uh, have an open mind to keep letting it, the definition of it keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's re- and it's really beautiful because it's, it's what? Things that God does uniquely for you that you know mm-hmm. that was God. Right. And, and that's and, Go ahead. Yeah. And just opening our eyes to see it, too. Yeah. You know, and the more, the more we experience it, the more clearly we see it, you know. It, it is. Such it, a beautiful gift. Yeah. Um, so as we're in the Word, we've been talking about, you know, what is it? Um, it's God's authority. It's God's power. Uh, it's communion with him, uh, following instruction. We, we talked uh, before about um, how he told the, you know, the lepers to uh, you know, go show yourself to the priest. They got healed while they were being faithful, while they were mm-hmm. following instruction. We can't put it in a box. Can't mm-hmm. put, there's no system to it. It's walk with him and it'll happen. Uh, last time we talked about the, the uh, miracle of the turning water to wine and how Jesus spoke to it and mm-hmm. um, how he was even surprised <laughs> with it. Right. Uh, that he didn't know that this was actually going to be his first miracle, uh, only when his mom said so. And then he checked in with the father that, yep, we're, we're going to do this amazing thing. And then he spoke to it. Well, this next one uh, shows us something even more so. So go to John 6, uh, 15 to 21. Sure. Says, therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. Now when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into the boat, and went over to the sea toward Capernaum. And it was already dark, and Jesus had not come to them. Then the sea arose, because a great wind was blowing. So when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near the boat. And they were afraid. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they willingly received him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. Okay, so <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this whole thing is, is really cool. Um, first of all, it says he perceives what? Jesus perceived what in verse 15? He perceived they were about to come and take him by force and make him king. Okay. Um, now think about... When, they, when he said make him king, what, what, is, what, what is happening that the Jews want to make him king? They want a political figure. They want someone who's going to come stand in the gap for them because of the way they're being oppressed and everything else. Yeah, um, and so when it says take by force, it's that basically we're going to require you and force you to mm-hmm. go with us and we're going to march into you know Jerusalem, um, and we're going to set you up mm-hmm. as king. And isn't this a good idea? Right. Um, why? Well, because you've told us that you're the Messiah, mm-hmm. um, and and therefore we our view of the Messiah is earthly king. Mm-hmm. So let's go. <laughs> right. Um, and um, interesting enough. Um, and this is this is where we start to understand uh, the nature of God. He said, "Okay, I, I I see what you're about ready to try to do here." Mm-hmm. The word perception is it's not like it already is happening. I got to stop it. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I sense, I know, I, I understand what you're about ready to do. What's coming, yeah. So instead of that, now what he could have done is say, look, nope, not this, not doing it. You don't understand mm-hmm. it. You know, stop it, stop it, stop it. He didn't even debate with him. He didn't even talk to him and, and explain it to him. Uh, uh, rather, uh, he just said, well, I'm just going to go up in the mountain. Um, and I'm going to go be with the Father. Um, so it's, and, and, and think about the question that he had as he perceived this. What did he understand? You know, they kind of, they kind of all want me to put me in that position. Mm-hmm. And they're working really hard to put me in that position. Right. Um, and, and he knows it's going to continue. And by the way, my disciples think the same way. Mm-hmm. No matter uh, how often I tell them otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So um, what he did is, um, okay, first of all, I know that that's not true, but um, should I debate and argue and teach him and talk to him? And he said, well, I think the, the most important thing I can do is um, I would like to uh, go be with the Father right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's, I need to talk about this. I need to get more insight perception about this because this is going to keep happening. Mm-hmm. You know, how does he want me to handle it? So he does. Um, well, the disciples uh, get into the boat um, and they're in the Sea of Galilee and they're going across the Sea of Galilee to Capernaum, mm-hmm. which is, by the way, Peter's hometown. Okay. Um, and a lot of ministry happened in Capernaum because uh, they were around that, that town, uh, lots of activity. Uh, and Jesus liked the town, uh, Capernaum. So they're, they're headed in the boat. Um, and they've already understood that it's okay for them to get in the boat, go across. And they, and they haven't yet fully put two and two together. But Jesus always is able to meet us there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no problem. He doesn't need to be in the boat for us to meet him, you know. And so right, right. they haven't fully understood, you know, exactly how that works, but um, uh, he doesn't. And, and so uh, uh, it was dark. Jesus hadn't come to him. Um, and so they went out into the, into the thing. And then think of the storms in Galilee are gigantic waves mm-hmm. that can swamp the boat and basically sink the boat. Right. Um, and, and they didn't have, you know, they didn't have a weather forecaster that said, you know, don't go out in the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, so a storm can come up. Uh, they wouldn't have known it was going to come up, comes up and, and is overwhelming them. Um, and uh, they, they are out there four miles. And who do they see? They see Jesus. Jesus. He's walking on the water. Um, and he's coming toward the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were afraid because they're not sure. Remember, uh, they see a person walking on the water or a, or a being, which they might have thought was mm-hmm. an angel or something, is, well, what's that? And are we, are we, we don't know who it is, so we're afraid. Uh, and Jesus says what? He said, it, it is I, do not be afraid. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. The... Um, in the Greek, we we interpret it as it is I. Mm-hmm. The Greek says, "I am." 
Oh, I love that. Yeah, I am. Mm. Do not be afraid. And they would mm. identify with that. Right. Because right. They, they already know when Moses said, who should I say send me? God said what? Tell them who. I am. I am sent you. And they understood that. And they that mm -hmm. he's the I am. I'm everything. I can handle it all. Every Any difficulty mm. you got, I got. Um, I know you're afraid, but don't be afraid. Why? Well, because I'm here. Mm, that's uh, so good. It's me. Um, let me let me, and I'm doing it how supernaturally, and purposely. Um, and so then they were said, okay, great, get in the boat, which he did. And upon entering, this is really cool. Upon entering the boat, in verse twenty-one, what happens? It says immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. Okay. Um, so think of. Uh, you know, we can think of, uh, you know, movies, et cetera, where, you know, just something instantaneously happens mm -hmm. physically, uh, you know, like Star Trek is, is one I'm, I'm kind of thinking <laughs> of, is that, you know, I can go from here to there instantaneously. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what happened. So they're in a boat, physically in a boat, out at sea in the middle of a storm. Jesus walks on water. It's me. It is I. I am. Uh, gets in the boat, and as soon as he gets in the boat, it just instantaneously gets transported to shore. Hmm. Now, now you tell me how you think the disciples reacted to that. Oh, you can't imagine the shock, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was. Oh my gosh! Um, look at the power mm -hmm. that he has. Um, first of all, he can walk on water, which right. normally any nobody can do. And then he can, he can declare and cause physically us to be transported. And it wasn't like they you know, went in the air and flew over. It says they were immediately, hmm. they, they were in the water and, and a second later they're at land. Mm -hmm. And they must have been overwhelmed by it. Uh, why? Well, because of God's power. And that, um, so that, think about, how do they experience the supernatural? Well, one is that he has power over material things. Mm -hmm. So, we'll, and we'll explore this further in terms of he has power over material things. So the fact that it wasn't like, well, let me help you row better. Right. It's let me supernaturally, I can control and over overwhelm this material thing. I can do things. And he says, um, how did it happen? Um, I came and you were in my presence. Mm -hmm. When you're in my presence with me, and we're going to talk about the kingdom, that's where I can do the supernatural. Mm. Be with me. I'm with you. I come to you. I want to be with you. You come with me. And then you, and by the way, did, did the disciples say, um, you know, give me the faith to believe this, say, could you, uh, what about this? It just happened because God's work was supernatural to demonstrate mm -hmm. to them these truths. Don't be afraid. I'm here. Stay, mm -hmm. stay with me. And by just being with me, you'll experience the supernatural. Similar to that couple that they said, okay, I'm going to be with him. Right. They were with him. While they're with him, what happens? Their, their boy calls him. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just, how's it going? Yeah, you know what? I, 
Um, and he wasn't like, I know you've been concerned about this, and maybe he just said, I've been thinking about this. I think maybe I'd like to stay. Mm-hmm. They were they were literally blown away because they were thinking this is going to be one heck of a battle right. to get him back. And God says, well, how about if you're just in my presence, I'll just handle it. <laughs> mm, I love that. Because um, I want to do a work. And it's not when you learn how to receive it, which you will. Mm-hmm. But I'll do it along the way just by you being with me. Why? That's my nature. Mm-hmm. And that's what you and I uh, appreciate. We know uh, there's a lot of supernatural stuff that happens. And it's not that we even ask for it. And it's not that we prayed about it. It's not that we uh, worked at it. We were just with him. Yeah. And he does the supernatural thing. I love that. That's, that even just reminds me back to Psalms 46.10. Be still and know that mm. I am God. You know, be still, be with me, and know by experience that I am. You know, as we just talked about, that I am. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And think about that. I love that what you're saying is that uh, actually the way to experience supernatural is just be with me, be still with me. Yeah. Because I'm going to do it. Right. And you'll know, and that word know is experience, that I'm God. Mm-hmm. How? By definition, I have to do supernatural. Right. Otherwise, I'm just another natural entity. Mm-hmm. So you'll know, be still, and know that I'm God. How? Just be with me, and I'll do it. I'll start doing it. Yeah. So we want everybody to encourage to uh, be willing to, you know, uh, walk with Him, be with Him, and then start thinking and realizing, oh, look at that. That was God. Mm-hmm. That was God. That was God doing a work. He wants to show me the truth that He's the I Am, um, right. and we encourage everybody, you know, to be there. So Father, we we pray for that. Uh, may we, Kathy and I, experience it. Dan and Linda more and more and more, um, and that we have other people join uh, you and live in the kingdom and recognize when in, when we're in your presence, we will experience the supernatural. And it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It just has to be that you did mm-hmm. something to show us that it was you and that you are God. And so we pray that that would be true for us and that we would enjoy uh, the opportunity to see you become the I am for us mm-hmm. in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you found today encouraging and that you are encouraged simply to be with him. Yes. And and enjoy seeing, literally walking in the supernatural <laughs> simply because we're with him and that's what he does. You know? Amen. Uh, but thanks for joining us. If you have questions, send them in. Questions at afjministry.com. We'd love to talk more about them and we'll see you next yep. time. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.